What's up, dirties? Welcome to the show. Uh, this episode of the SBP is brought to you by that goddamn Anchor.fm. Once again, uh, Anchor is where you want to go if you want to do a podcast, you dirties. They're very easy creation tools, make it so simple for you to put together a podcast. You can easily edit on the go. Because you've downloaded onto your PC or your phone or your tablet or whatever it is, your laptop. Very, very simple and easy way to do a podcast. And it is how I am even able to do a podcast. Without it, I would not be doing a podcast. Blame Anchor if you want. But that's how it goes. um, And if you do it right, you can make money from their free service that's right not a dime out of your pocket and then they upload it to all the uh, podcast platforms but uh, you could actually make money with a uh, zero minimum audience uh, listenership you just need them kind folks that that will be willing to donate to your podcast get started today go to anchor.fm and do that podcasting Alright I got dates Not very many dates I am laying low for the rest of the year But First show of the new year Will be January 5th The Boyles Bistro Blowout Headlining Miles Weber That's going to be a good show Downtown Hayward If you're there on the 5th come out my monthly show that I produce Uh, Hazards will be playing uh, the following Saturday January 7th at the Parkside in San Francisco we are playing with State Faults and uh, Choking Game and some other bands Uh, that's going to be a rad show Uh, State Faults is headlining and then Hazards is main support State Faults calls themselves Flower Violets. I thought that was cute. Uh, I'll be doing comedy up in the North Bay uh, January 27th at Three Disciples up there in Santa Rosa. Come see me do the chuckleness. Uh, and then the February's Bistro Blowout. Uh, Sydney Striggert's headlining. That'll be February 2nd. And then uh, Hazard's playing the Blue Lagoon February 18th in Santa Cruz. A um, a show just got booked for Zed for March. I cannot announce it officially yet. In fact, I can't really announce it until the end of January. I'm probably going to announce it way before then because... You know, I don't play by rules. Do what I want! Uh, I think that's it for dates. Not much happening right now. I'm going to put the call out and get myself booked on some more comedies. But, as you know, 
the music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not owned, licensed, or copywritten or trademarked by me, Sean Boyles, and or the Sean Boyles podcast. So don't come at me with your buffoonery thinking you're going to sue a fool because it ain't going to happen. I've said a disclaimer. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. What do you say, Dirty Dirties? Welcome to another episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast, episode 170. Tuesday evening. What is today, the 19th? I don't know. Sure, why not? Um, I think I could look that up real quick, couldn't I? What is today? The 20th. Jesus Christ, I don't know. I have no clue what fucking day it is. Today is the 20th. How about that? Um, Welcome to the show. Um, Past couple days, I've been working on this house, and I have stepped in an, an a an, an a just just a, a an unhealthy amount of cat and dog shit uh it's bothering me in fact i have a perma perma smell in my nose of cat and or dog shit i can't really tell which is which uh it's all small uh this house is unoccupied and i'm doing an exterior and i think the neighbors have decided to say fuck it Let's let every critter in the neighborhood shit on this lawn and on the side. <coughs> so, um, yeah, I've spent, uh, well, this is the third day I've been at this house. And, um, and it's the third day that I have spent a good amount of my day Scraping shit off my shoes. Now, if I could tell where the caca is on this lawn, I might do something about it, hose it off, try to pick it up. But there's a lot of leaves, and the leaves are covering, and I'm stepping in leaves, and then uncovering, and then stepping in caca, and uh, smearing shit all over this fucking front of this house. Um, like I smell shit right now and I know there's no shit on me or on my shoes. I've, I'm not even wearing the same clothes that I was wearing, but, uh, I've been smelling shit literally for the last few days and, um, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, I might, uh, need, uh, some sort of hazard pay or something. If I end up getting like some sort of, uh, E. coli or or uh, or the plague or something. What can you get from cat and dog shit? Like, what if I if I accidentally ingest? Is that absolutely gross? Um, what can happen? What 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 will happen? Am I doomed? Am I am I am I am, am I knocking on death's door? Uh, 
I'm trying to be careful and I try to watch where I step, but you know, fucking landmines, dude. Landmines, taking my sight, taking my speech, taking my hearing. Landmines, imprisoning me, all that I see, absolute horror. Anyway, um, hi, how are you? Uh, let's see. I think I am gonna do a, a reaction of the week this week. Um. There is a significance on the charts. Figure if anybody can bust through all the goddamn Christmas music on the charts, it probably deserves a little uh, a little listen. So we're going to check out that. I got the earworm at the end. Um, I, did a, I did a show sort of last minute impromptu. More, well, kind of, yeah, imp- yeah, sure, impromptu. Impromptu. Um, did I talk about it last week about doing the Vikings Motorcycle Club? Um, Jimmy Menenese, who uh, has done uh, the 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 blowout, and I've done shows for him. Uh, he does a bunch. This fucker is got the oddest group of shows that he produces. The widest range as far as mileage. You know, he's got a show in Pacifica and he's got a show in fucking Sonora. If you know how California is laid out, that's fucking far from each other, yo. That's far. And he lives in Modesto. Dude, dude is just a fucking road dog, I guess, you know. One of these guys that likes to likes to get in the car and drive. But anyway, he uh, produces a show once a month at the... Uh, Vikings Motorcycle Clubhouse in Hayward. Vikings is a bike motorcycle club here in uh, the town that I grew up in. And uh, they didn't have a clubhouse for a while. And now they got another. They got a clubhouse. And they've been doing comedy shows. So I drop in there once in a while. Uh, it's 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 pre-booked. But you can kind of just drop in, and he'll and Jimmy will give you a set. Um, I show oh, Jimmy and uh, Jacob Blazer also helps him with this show. Uh, I think I think Jacob brings his PA, but um, <laughs> Jimmy hit me up on Monday. This and this is why I think I might have said it on the podcast last week. He hits me up on Monday, and he says, uh, "Come down to the Vikings tomorrow night." And of course, knowing exactly what he's what he's trying to say, I'm like, and he sent me even the flyer for you know, so come down to you know again. He's say, telling me this on Monday, come down to the Vikings tomorrow night. I said tomorrow night, Jimmy. Or have they moved it? I thought it's usually the second Friday. And he's like, oh yeah, not tomorrow, but Friday. I said, well, I could come in. I could drop a set, but you got to start on time. You got to start at 8, and I got to go first because uh, a friend of mine has gotten me a ticket to go see Mark Normand at Cobbs, and we got the late show to see Mark Normand at 945, 
and um, I don't want to, you know, ham them up by trying to, you know, get there late and all that shit. He says, okay, I'll put you up first. This motherfucker, not only does he put me up first, he puts me up before he even does his host set. I thank Jimmy for making sure I can get in and out as quick as possible, but goddamn, he put me up cold. He went up there and said, all right, we're going to start. Well, he goes, we're going to start the comedy show in about five or ten minutes. And everyone gets, you know, excited for that. And then he goes back up there five or ten minutes later. <clears throat> hey, folks, welcome to the comedy show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Sean Boyles. He's like, God damn, dude. So I had to go up there pretty cold. And, um, you know, it's 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 pre-booked, but then he does an open mic after. And um, I kind of, I've always been able to do uh, a good amount of crowd work with the Vikings. Here's the thing with the comics, and I think I've said this before on the podcast. A lot of comics are scared to death to even be in there doing comedy. You're already scared to death that you're even doing comedy, and now you've you've compounded the fear by doing it in front of bikers. And some of these cats are your fucking... If you close your eyes and you think of what a biker looks like, they got a handful of these guys. Older, grizzled, gray hair, long hair, long beards, the leather vests, obviously, with the fucking patches, you know, got their shit on the back of them, the Vikings emblem. Three um three patch rockers they have. <coughs> and um but I look like I should be in the club. In fact, uh, one Nicole Tran was convinced that I was actually in the club. She said, you are in club. I'm like, no, Nicole, I'm not in this club. Yes, you're in club. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, went up first. And um, I don't know how long he wanted me to do because he wasn't giving me the light. And I know I did more than 10 minutes, but uh, be it that I had to get out of there, I fucking just said, hey, thank you for having me. I'm out of here. And I got off that stage and I left. My uh, my good friend, now, talk about someone. It's When people go really out of their way to do something for you, like, it's hard to uh, try to express your appreciation for that as well as like, you know, I feel like I owe this person. So I got hit up a few shit about a month and a half, maybe two months ago from my uh, old friend, Kimmy. Kimmy, I've known for over 20 years, probably. Um, she used to just come to all the shows she was a you know well shit yeah a lot lot longer than 20 years um back in the day the old liquor store days uh kimmy would come to the shows and she became friends with the band and she would always hang out just a nice girl just 
and one of those nice, you know, one of the guys kind of girls, you know. And, you know, through social media and everything, I've been able to keep in touch with her. And, and she's always, you know, she'll pop in on a show every once in a while. She came and see uh, seen Hazards when we played the caravan a couple weeks ago. She come and hung out there. And she said, hey, I'll see you next week. We're going to go to Mark Norman, right? And I was like, oh, that's right. We're going to Mark Norman. So um, she likes to go see stand-up comedy, like, as much as she likes to go see, you know, Haymaker metal bands. Uh, but she just doesn't have any friends that she can corral to go with her. So especially to go see the comedy shows. Oftentimes she's going to comedy shows by herself and um, she can't get anybody to go with her. So she always buys two tickets in hopes that she can have somebody go with her. So she's hit me up a few times to come to go see some comedy. But uh, I'm booked or I just, you know... Can't make it happen or whatever it is, but this time I was, you know, she took me to see. She said that we we went and saw somebody else before, and neither one of us could remember what it was. But she did say that she said, "No, we can't. We went and saw so and so." And like, or no, she's like, "We we've done this before. We 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 went to see," uh, and she couldn't remember either. So, and I couldn't remember. I went and saw, I saw David Tell last February, but that was with my friend James, my stuttering buffoon of a genius friend, James. Um, but I don't remember going with my friend Kimmy to see anybody, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. So... Now, my friend Kimmy lives on the peninsula. She lives in uh, South San Francisco. She works in Foster City, which is just over the bridge from Hayward. I told her that I would meet her at Cobbs after I was done with the Vikings. She says, how about I pick you up, take you to your spot. You can do your spot, and then we can go to the thing. I go, well, then you're going to have to drive me back. I go, you live in South City. That's You're going to go from work in Foster City Come to Castor Valley, pick me up, take me to Hay- South Hayward, drive me to San Francisco, and then drive me all the way back to Castor Valley? I go, that's too much driving, girl. What are you doing? And she's like, nope, I want to do it. I want to hang out. I want to. Uh, we haven't talked in a while. Let's catch up. It'll be good. I'm like, holy shit. So that's what she did. She picked me up, took me to the Vikings. I banged out that set. You know, went to San Francisco, sat in line in the cold. Fuck, it's been cold in the Bay Area. The last uh, last four or five days, man, it has been really good. Yesterday was ridiculous. Well, no, not, uh, yesterday or the day before? Sunday. No, Sunday was crazy cold. Um, Yeah, it's just, just really cold in the Bay Area right now. I got the heater on underneath this little desk here. It's been cold. So we go, uh, we wait in line, we get in, um, and then we fucking watch. Uh, I got to give props to uh, Chad Opitz, who has done the Boyles Bistro Blowout before. He's been on my shows. Uh, good. Uh, so he was hosting, had a great, great hosting set. And then uh, Andrew Young who um, I 
think he's from the Valley. Well, I haven't really seen in a while. But apparently this kid's been fucking rubbing elbows with the bigger cats. So he's fucking... He's on the show opening up for Mark Normand. And then Mark Normand had his feature. And... Ah, uh, uh, shit. What was his name? Sean Smith? I want to say Sean Smith, but I feel like that's like the hella simple... Simpleton name of the dude. But he had a ripper set. That dude was funny as fuck. I should actually remember who the hell he was. Because I think he had the better set. Even better than uh, Mark Norman's. Mark Norman had a great set, but... I didn't find myself, like, uh... You know... Laughing, laughing. You know what I mean? He had some funny shit, but... I, I think I laughed more at, uh... At that Sean Smith cat. But, uh... Mark Norman's just smart. You know, he's got some pretty smart comedy. And, uh... And then he does this cool thing where, uh... You know, he does like a word association where he just has people yell out random shit and he'll riff on it. And uh, I've seen clips of 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 him on the Internet doing just that. And. Um, and it's cool because, like, if it sparks an idea for an old bit that maybe he hasn't done in a while or, you know, we don't know because, you know, who knows anybody's material inside and out. Uh, he can launch into that. So it's actually kind of cool. It's a cool way to end, especially if, you know, you're working on that next hour and maybe you don't have the full hour, you know what I mean? Because he did do an hour. But like I said, it wasn't like crazy um, knockdown hilarity. Uh, it was rad, though, because a couple people that did yell stuff out, like yelled out stuff like in references to... Uh, uh, his podcasts and stuff like that, you know, or just, or knowing him. Cause like, apparently he like was a really good skateboarder back in the day. And like, he didn't hear the guy say it, but I heard somebody yell out skateboarding, you know, and someone yelled out, how's your cat? You know, <laughs> he was like, and then he did a bit about like cats and dogs and their differences, which was, you know, but like I said, it was good, good set. And I, you know, if, I think at, because the fact that I do comedy, I can't sit there and, and, and for whatever reason, really laugh hard at, at stuff anymore. And it's, it sucks. You know, although I did fucking lose my shit during David Tell. David Tell had his fucking... But that's David Tell. He's the fucking master, right? That's fucking Yoda. And there's a master Jedi fucking comic. Um... But um, but it was cool, and then, and then you know we got done. She drove me home. You know it was fucking pretty rad, and um, and then we talked about stuff we got going on in our lives, and uh, compared notes, because <laughs> you know I got some shit going on, and my girl Kimmy's got some shit going on. So, but you know, like I said, good to hang out with old friends, catch up. And um, especially when, you know, you got a lot of a lot of stuff in common, you know, music and uh, comedy. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I've been uh, since I'm not sort of having a lot of rehearsals or uh, or uh, definitely don't have any shows going on. 
I've, 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 and then I was sick, you know. So I've been um, watching a lot more television, uh, more than mo- more than I've had in the past, and I've been sort of uh, finding these uh, limited series, little crime dramas, or little thriller, mystery, suspense type shits, um, on the old Netflix, and there's a shit ton of them. And I can't remember the names of any of them. <laughs> I think it started with, um, you know, a few months back. You know, it, this has been kind of building. So a few months back, I watched something called Echoes. And uh, this girl, these these twins who flip their life, you know, they switch. And they've gotten confused on... You know, what they've done when they switched or some shit like that. That was cool. And then I watched another one called uh, The Devil in Ohio. And then that sort of started this kind of looking for these uh, cool little dramas of, you know, crime and the missing. uh, That series, The Sinner, I watched the, what was there, four seasons of that. And that was cool. Um, there's, but there's been a cool, uh, I went on a good run of like all these British ones, like one, you know, ones that, that, you know, the BB, you know, BBC in conjunction with Netflix or whatever it was, you know, and, uh, and those are the ones I can't remember the names of. There was, oh, there was one called safe about some shit that went down in like a real, uh, to do a gated community. Um, fuck, I can't remember the names of these, you know, but there was, you know, they're cool. So I guess I like crime dramas. I don't know. Like any time where there's a little twist and I can't figure out, you know, whodunits basically, basically they're whodunits. And there's always, you know, overlapping fuckeries happening and you find out dirt on this and, and. You know, there was one of them. It looked like fucking everybody had a hand in, you know, messing this whole thing up. So, uh, yeah, cool, um, cool little shows. I watched um, uh, The Recruit, which is a new one that just came out a couple of days ago. I ended up watching that whole thing already. Oh, uh, that seems kind of cool. Um, I don't know who this new young stud is going to be, but I would assume he's going to fucking take off pretty, uh, pretty quickly here. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of television, which I haven't done in a while. Um, I need to, as I'm watching this television, trim this fucking weed that we got sitting around. I got fucking three bags of buds on the stems or on the branches, whatever you want to call it. And as I'm watching these things, I should be sitting there trimming this shit up for the wife. But I don't. <laughs> and when she's home, she should do it too, but she doesn't either. She just kind of grabs it, goes into one of those bags and pulls some shit off of the, you know, trims it as she needs it. So it's not going through that proper curing 
in a jar process, you know. But fuck, that's up to her. That's her bullshits, right? What does it matter? What does it matter? So uh, that's um. So next week I'm going to do my uh, albums of the year that I got into this year. Um, I think that's what we're gonna do. Um, but I got another list that I've put together. Um, this is a list of top things that have happened this year that I could give a shit about. You follow what I'm saying? Oh my God. Did I just go full on Greg Brady there for a second? So this is, um, these are things that have, that were a big fucking deal this year. A lot of people were into or talked about or whatevs. And your boy here was like, nah, nah. Nope. Skip it. First one on the list. A lot of people talked about it. A lot of people were into it. A lot of people loved it. Um, The series Dahmer on Netflix. I could give a shit. I could care less about watching a... Uh, 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 a drama about the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer and his background and how he was tricking these guys to come to his apartment so he can chop them up or whatever the fuck he was doing. Um, it happened while I was alive. Like I remember, I remember the guy. I remember him. You know, and. I didn't really give a shit about it then either. It sucked. It sucked that this guy was that disturbed that he felt like he needed to eat people. Um, And I don't know. I just don't understand this infatuation with, um, you know, with like wanting to find out the why. How come like he's batshit fucking crazy can't be an answer? You want to find out, oh, how did he get that way? And that leads into number two on this list is just in general, true crime. (coughs) True crime podcasts are the most popular podcasts that people listen to, especially amongst the women's. Women folk like to listen to true crimes. They like to read about it. They like to watch documentaries on it. And I don't I don't care. I don't have any interest in it. I like watching some story about it cuz I know it's fake. But real shit? Nah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that somebody did some really foul shit. I don't want to, I, I, I know that these fucking maniacs are out there, but I don't want to dive deep into what they did and how they did it and, and who didn't know and who knew and who was covering up and, and, and just, no, I don't care. I no, I don't understand the, the infatuation there. Why would you want to, 
do deep dives on just the awful, awful things that somebody might have did. Like, you know, I just, I don't get it. I don't, nah, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, another thing that was like seemed to really capture a lot of attention this year, especially it always it's it's always there and it's always you know something new coming up and everybody this infatuation with the royal family. I don't I don't I don't get it, and I don't care. It's fake. It's not a, it's, yes, it's something that's steeped in tradition and yada, yada, da, 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 da. I don't know why the fucking UK wastes any time or money on these folks. And I especially don't understand everybody's infatuation with it. These fucking ignorant, inbred, fucking racist, fucking shitbags. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what, what, ooh, 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 royal family. Ooh, ooh, Megan and fucking Harry or whoever the fuck they are. All the, like, there's a new fucking multi series documentary ish thing. I guess, I don't even know if it's a documentary. There's some new thing on Netflix that everybody's been crowing about. I just, I don't give a fuck about these people. I don't understand why. But they left the royal family and now they've had to figure out their own way. I'm like, well, okay, so that'd be fucking normal. But they had everything handed to them. They didn't. Because they wised up and figured out how fucked off that whole system is. They wanted to get out of it. I just, I don't under. I don't understand. I don't understand the royal family and everybody's goo goo gaga over them. Um, speaking of Netflix, um, I couldn't fucking turn it on in the last few weeks without them shoving this fucking Wednesday series down my throat. I could give a shit about a goddamn remake of the Adams family focusing on little Wednesday Adams all anybody seems to talk about is this goddamn series and some dance sequence in like I know more about the fucking thing than I and I haven't even watched it and I have no interest at all but it keeps getting shoved in my face No wonder why it's the number one fucking thing on Netflix. Every time I turn on Netflix, it's the first thing that pops up. I don't give a shit. I haven't watched anything like that. Why would that be the thing that Netflix is pushing on me? See, that's when the algorithm, it gets fucking, it gets bypassed. It gets superseded by them pushing something that they want you to watch why didn't you push the fucking um 
I don't know. I had to find it. Uh, what's his ass? Sebastian Matascal. However the fuck you say his last name. I had to hunt high and low for that thing to watch that shit. And it kind of wasn't all that good. I was a little disappointed. It was, definitely wasn't as good as his last couple. Not even close, actually. Um, yeah, I can give a shit about Wednesday. And another fucking thing that's been around for a while, but it really seemed to get in everybody's mind this year more than I can remember any other year. Just a lot of, I mean, a lot of podcasts I listened to, they were all talking about it. Um, cryptocurrency. I could give a shit about this fakery of a, of a, of a scammy, schemy bullshit. I know nothing about it. And I can tell that it seems like it's bullshit. It's not fucking real. But people have made money on it because they sold you on the fact that they think that there's money there. It's fucking bullshit. I could give a fuck about cryptocurrency. It's never going to be the thing. Can't have money based anything. Can't have value based on something that was mined. Mined from what? Some made up fucking caca. I put a bunch of servers together and these bots mine. Now, fuck off. Hogwash bullshit story. I fucking got little gremlins running around mining fucking carpet diamonds out of the rug in the workshop. Really? No. Fucking bullshit. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, But... It seemed like there was a lot of people that got into a lot of shit this year. And I find myself more often than not just going, fuck off. I don't care. I don't care. I just don't. Even the World Cup. Uh, eh. That really anything, you know, eh, eh. I worked at a place that was all guys from South America uh, years and years ago. And I worked there long enough that two, I worked there seven years, and two World Cups had happened while I was working there. And uh, those fuckers shut, <laughs> they, sh- they shut the shop down. They didn't give a fuck. You know, the boss, the owner was a white dude. And uh, he was a friend of, uh, he was a father uh, actually, it, uh, uh, a friend of mine's uh, parents ran this place, and um, they sort of let the guys take the time to watch whatever game they were going to watch during the day, and um, I'd be the only one working. <laughs> um, he was partners with another guy, and he was uh, uh, he was from uh, where was. Jorge from I forget where he was from but he was from South America and uh, and he would join the guys so there was two guys from Peru guy from Mexico another guy from El Salvador 
and um and then the and the other half owner I want to say he was from El Salvador too but no he was too tall <laughs> he might have been from Mexico I I forget where where that dude was from but yeah they brought a TV in and they'd watch that shit and would hoot and holler and scream and get excited you know they were into it and that was my first exposure to it. I, I knew nothing about it until then. And then I'd loosely sort of pay attention, but never, d- definitely don't get excited about it. And then going into this year's World Cup, I didn't even know who was doing what. Sound like the U.S. went to the second round, which is better than we usually do. Uh, or maybe even the third round, I don't remember. Uh, but the story started to become about, uh, you know, Ronaldo and uh and Messi and could they make it to the finals and Portugal gets knocked out so Ronaldo's not going in and Argentina seems to go all the way now the only really cool thing that I saw from World Cup was uh you know the announcer that you know we've heard that guy go we've heard that dude right well his name's Andres uh Cantor and um, he's actually Argentinian. He's from Argentina. So uh, there's video of him announcing um, the Argentine win and announcing that last goal that uh, Messi made. And there's actually, you know, video footage of... Andres Cantor announcing this and to hear hit that classic goal done in a he hit it different man he hit it different than he usually does because the gravity of the moment grabbed him as he said it and he says goal, you know, over and over again, usually, right? Because he's, you know, but you can just hear it in his voice as he's congratulating Argentina and Messi. And you can just, and then the look on his face, it's fucking beautiful. Here's a man who has become an icon, a fucking icon in broadcasting for a signature way to announce a goal. We've all heard, people that aren't even soccer fans know, goal, you know know what I mean? You know it. When when something gets into the lexicon that hard and you don't know anything about international soccer, but you know there's this one guy that announces it that says goal, like that's iconic. And here he is, you know, been... A staple in announcing uh, games for Latin America, and here he is, an Argentine, and, and he gets to announce the final goal of his home team, or his 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 his, his national team, and 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 hit by who is arguably the greatest fucking soccer player you know on the planet some say of all time and um 
it was just beautiful to see this, you know, and he's an older dude, you know, you know, and I'm last time I saw him on television, like he, he didn't have any gray hair. This fucking dude's got completely gray hair now. And like, he's older, but still doing it and still announcing games. And, uh, I mean, fuck what a, what a highlight for an announcer with that kind of history with that sport and uh, have his home country um, win it all. I don't know. I thought it was really fucking cool. And, uh, you know, it just, you can see it on somebody's face and hear it in their voice when something is happening that is just the peak, absolute pinnacle of what they've dreamed about maybe or or you know just something unbelievable happening that means so much to them that is like you know that couldn't have been any more that dude's moment you know what I mean like it was almost Andre Couture's moment as much as it was Messi's moment or as much as it was you know Argentine national team, you know, like, you know, and it was just fucking cool to see, you know, and if, and I just happened to see a little blip about it, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, and I, I knew that that dude was Argentine, and, and I, for, you know, I didn't really even put it all together until I saw that clip, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing for this guy, you know, I don't know, I, you know, as much as I hate everything and, and don't care about a lot of shit, um, I don't know if you don't get moved by watching that video. Um, you very well might have something severely wrong with you. Anyway, let's uh, let's do this. Oh wow! Oh, it's been a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen, since we've done a reaction. Uh, you can blame the Christmas season for that. But uh, this is a part of the podcast where I, a long-time lover of heavy metal and extreme music, uh, golden era hip-hop, um, outlaw country, Maybe even um, some hardcore there and a little bit of prog rock. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'll i react to a song on the pop charts. I try to react to the number one song in the pop charts, but oftentimes it's something that's a little lower on the chat. And uh, this week uh, at number three, apparently an artist named... SZA, S-Z-A, has put out an album because um, there was a song. This was this song was number three, and there was a song of hers at number 10. Uh, but, of course, the rest is all Christmas songs. So I got to give props to uh, SZA for penetrating the Christmas um, em- 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 membrane, so to speak, um, that usually locks up the charts at this time of the year. So let's, uh, we're going to react to a song called Kill Bill. 
And let's see, um, let's see what's happening here. Of being sober, it's positive. But she did kill somebody, so there we go. Wow. <laughs> I did all this sober, did this for us. But I did kill my ex. <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh, you know, promote that positivity and uh, not needing to do substance to get through life and, and uh, have a clear head. But yet you still did some dumb shit and you killed somebody. Fiction, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I could see... Um, <laughs> I can see folks getting into that. Uh, interesting, the bass line in the in the melody of the vocal, like doing do 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 you know like it. I don't know. It's uh interesting. Interesting. Um. I don't hate it, to be honest. Um, the understated drums, though, I don't, it's just, I, it's, it, I, um, again, maybe it's a bias, be it that I'm a drummer, but 
having the drums sort of, you know, not hearing that backbeat just fucking smack, you know, and have it be understated and in in uh, and sort of just like in the background almost is uh, it it just I don't know. It's the drums that are gonna make me want to nod my head to it. And this, I find myself maybe swaying back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, hey, good on you, SZA. SZA, why would you? Anyway, that's off an album called SOS. Um, I accidentally downloaded the whole album, and I went to go delete it all, and I was deleting, like, fucking 20-some-odd songs. Um... I didn't want that shit in my shit. <laughs> didn't want your shit in my shit. Get your shit out of my shit. But uh, there we go. Reaction of the week. How about that? Say yay. So like I said, I'm still uh, compiling my list of songs or uh, albums that I got into this year. Uh, next week we will have uh, the year-end album likes. From your dude here, all the all the all the top notch, all the top notches, all the ones that uh, made my head nod because the drums weren't understated. No, um, just stuff that you know I got into this year, um, and we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that next week. How about that? What do you say? All right, let's get this going. Let's switch this over. Hold on, hold on. This thing's fucking giving me... Shit's giving me fucking fits, man. It's giving me shit fits, this old fucking iPad that I got. Come on. Nope, that's not it, you stupid shit. You're not downloading. How come you're not downloading my stuff? There we go. God damn it. This fucking... All right, we've reached the end of the show. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Wherever you listen to my podcast, you can go there and and give a review, uh, do a rating, uh, maybe even, um, you know, maybe even go over to anchor.fm and... uh, you know, donate. How about that? Maybe, uh, maybe for Christmas this year, you donate to your dude, huh? How about how about send me a little Christmas cheer, and uh, send me some fucking money. <laughs> <coughs> I've been entertaining you for free. Now nah, you do what you got to do. You take care of your folks. You take care of your family. And uh, don't worry about me. I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, earworm of the week this week. Um, uh, a while back. I don't know how long you've listened to the podcast. But, you know, maybe last year. Maybe even a year and a half ago. Shit, even longer than that probably. Maybe two years ago. I think right when I started doing the podcast, I got on a, I got on an '80s kick, 
where I just started just finding all those one-hit wonders, uh, new wave shit that I wasn't really into back then that I just, you know, I'm like, you know what, it's a cool song, you know. And um, and then just like 80s rock that, you know, rode weird lines between, you know, um, you know, taking in some of the uh, the new wave in uh, modern, you know, is when technology starts to happen, samples start happening, and then you get, um, you know, you get rockers putting out songs that have a good amount of healthy, uh, or just a good amount of production on it in an 80s sort of way. You know, those quick cut little sounds thrown in, and then uh, that's uh, what is happening with this song, especially at the beginning um, but yeah, this song got stuck in the head and it's, um, and this was the album for which my man's career took a dive due to one fucking video of him dancing around in his fucking, in a shirt that's falling off his shoulders and, uh, some weird little Capri looking pants and no shoes dancing around a loft when he's supposed to be a fucking rocker. And it kind of fucked up his career. Um, we're talking about Billy Squire. And. Uh, uh, what was that name of that song of that video? Is that Rock Me Tonight? Rock Me Tonight. Anyway, this is off of that same record. And this is a song called All Night Long. This week's earworm of the week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages. Thank you for checking me out for another week. Be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you Dick Stains next week.
fuck Stanton Avenue. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.